1: Well, let's talk a little bit uh, about an issue. It's, it's a heavy subject, but I think it's a very important one. That's LGBTQ plus youth and safety, particularly online safety. We had a story on, on this show and many other shows on NW just, uh, I think it was last week, was it in regards to, um, a young girl, age nine, uh, who, uh, a male, uh, an adult male had uh, accused of being, um, were ch- challenging whether this young girl was a girl, but it speaks to a broader conversation. I think that's been going on for a very long time. Uh, and that's part of our broader culture war in regards to LGBT, LGBTQ plus youth, uh, Um, Some of them that feel attacked um, and not feeling wanted. Uh, not feeling a part of a community, whether it be a school community or a broader community. Uh, it is an ongoing issue. It's not something that's just going to end and we forget about it. It is an ongoing issue. And I've said it's, it's partially also the broader culture wars that are going on in the United States that do spill over into Canada as well. We're joined now by Jerry Jeremy Judson, our show con- contributor. Uh, you've been sort of looking into this issue a little bit and uh, when it comes to safety and LGBTQ+. Plus youth. Tell me about uh, who you were speaking to.
0: Yeah, so today uh, I had a wonderful chat with Dr. Christopher Dietzel. He is a research associate with the the Impacts Project at McGill that looks into sexual violence. He's a postdoctoral fellow at Dalhousie. He also does research at York. He's a very impressive human being. Well learned on this subject. And uh, this month the Thorn organization, which is originally formulated, if you're familiar, uh, by Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore several years ago looking into just child online sexual exploitation. Mm -hmm. But this month they released a report about how LGBTQ plus youth are navigating exploration and the risks of sexual exploitation online. So this very learned fellow and I had a chat that I'll play for you now. LGBTQ plus youth rely more on online community than their non-queer counterparts and as such are more likely than their non-queer counterparts to encounter sexual exploitation. Why do you Mm -hmm. think that these young people are so reliant on online social spaces?
2: So queer people, queer communities are often at the fringes of society. There's been a lot more societal acceptance, especially here in Canada. This Thorn report is coming from the U.S. And if you've been following U.S. politics, U.S. news, you know that LGBT plus people are increasingly attacked. There's uh, an elevating discourse about uh, hate against these communities. There's been a a big period of acceptance and now it seems like there's a a lot less acceptance. And so, you know, kids feel that young people know when they are not welcome, Uh, you know, especially for people who are questioning their identities, who are learning about themselves, figuring out their sexuality, figuring out their gender. If they're seeing that the adults in the room, that people across the country are targeting them specifically because of their identities, then of course, they're not going to want to share and explore those identities in open spaces. They're going to go to the internet, where they have more control and they can feel safer and they can, they can really manage their experience in a way that feels safe to them.
0: If you could mm-hmm. advise maybe like if you were talking to a queer youth on safe online behavior in the light of like, hey, I know that online spaces are absolutely important and here's what you could do to keep yourself safe. Like what kinds of mm-hmm. what kinds of things might you say?
2: So for for queer youth, it's important for them to know is that um, these are spaces that they can explore themselves and explore their identities, build relationships. So first and foremost, just because there's potential risk you know, that they should be scared of using these spaces there's potential risk but there's a lot of benefits as well developing relationships with people that they trust finding that community you know building um, fostering these types of relationships quality trusting authentic relationships. I would certainly encourage them to do that. I would further encourage them to be critical in terms of who they come into contact with. You know, not everybody is going to present themselves to be the person that they say they are. There's going to be, you know, situations that may feel uncomfortable, may feel unsafe, that they just don't know how to handle. So it's important to pay attention to those red flags and to go with their gut. So if any way, in any way, if it feels wrong, if it feels uncomfortable, listen to yourself And don't push that aside. If it feels wrong, then it may be wrong. And so that's an opportunity to talk to somebody about it, get help. Of course, when we're talking about online information, we also have to be aware about privacy settings, about personal information, what is shared. Uh, Once stuff is out on the internet, it's very hard to get back. So while still encouraging them to go out there and engage in these conversations to have those interactions, just be careful that, you know, if if you have any hesitancy about who you're interacting with, don't be, don't feel pressured or coerced into doing something. Another important point that I would say is just not be afraid to talk to people. In the report, I think they said half of cis non-hetero male teens would try to address issues like this alone. Breaking down that kind of stigma about talking about sexuality, talking about relationships, talking about feelings, talking about these issues in general, I would very much so encourage. encourage young people to not be afraid to talk to
0: others. And what about parents? How can the parents of a queer child keep their kiddo safe online?
2: First and foremost, what I would say to all parents is just accept and love your child, support them, encourage them, make sure that they know that they can trust you. Uh, You know, as we're seeing this rise in online hate, If kids feel that they're going through this alone and they don't have acceptance from their parents at home, that can just worsen things. Knowing that they have a a safe, welcoming, uh, supportive home situation is just going to make a world of difference if or when problems arise. In addition to that, I would encourage parents to educate themselves, to establish open communication, open, honest communication with their children. Parents can also familiarize themselves with privacy settings, with safety features. Many of these sites also have content moderation policies, not only knowing what features are available in the app and But there are policies that are available online that show how to manage these issues as well as what consequences can come about.
0: Perfect. And then just as far as uh, what you as a parent can do of not just a queer youth, but just like a a young, just a youth at all on the Internet is just tell them like it's okay that we can talk about stuff online. You don't have to give me all of the details, but if anything does go south with these interactions, Mm -hmm. I am here and you are supported and you are loved. And that's the that's the thesis and how to keep you and your your kiddos safe. Jerry, thank you. Thank you, Jazz. Really
1: appreciate very important message. That's for sure.